Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things good, and that's what the goal is. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an impact to Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we worship you, Holy Spirit. We worship you. Oh, thank you. Because you are our teacher. You are Rabboni. This evening, we welcome your teaching ministry this evening. Our eyes are open to understand, to receive, to know, to learn in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we listen and understand this evening, we don't remain the same. Amen. Your word grows us. Your word changes us. Your word comes with eloquence and utterance. This evening, we are mightily helped of you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Let's have our seats. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo. Nice one, wildfire. That was pretty good. Amen. So we are continuing right where we stopped um, on Sunday. Ephesians 1, 7. Right from where we stopped. So we said, in him we have redemption to his blood. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. One more time. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. So we said redemption. You know, the Greek word is apolutrosis. A-P-O-L-U-T-R-O-S-I-S. Apolutrosis. All right? It's pronounced... Uh, interesting. Apolut... Yeah, apolutrosis. Same thing. All right. Okay. It means a release affected by payment of ransom. A release affected by a payment of ransom. Again... It means a release effected by a payment of ransom. Okay? It means redemption, means deliverance, but the, 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 behind the concept is to effect a release by paying a ransom. So, Christ redeemed you, redeemed us by payments of a ransom, his blood. So, you know, he paid, he bought us. This means that, you know, for, for us to be for, for us to have our redemption cancelled, for it to be taken from us, you know, they have to turn his blood back. Do you understand? They have to turn back the blood. And because they cannot return back his blood, okay, um, our redemption cannot be cancelled. Do you understand? Let me take that again. He didn't just deliver us. He paid the price. Okay? He paid the price of his debt. Okay, the blood that signifies his life. So it's not about, about the physical blood. Okay, it is we're reading in, um, in um, Leviticus that the life of a thing is in its blood. So 
Christ paid the price for our sins by paying the death price. No, we said the wages of sin is death. So the blood signifies that he paid the price of death, the life. All right? So it's not, not just random forgiveness, random redemption. No, he paid the price for our redemption. So whatever you owed justice, Christ paid. Do you understand? Whatever you owed the world's justice system, I'm not talking about fiscal right now, the spiritual justice system, whatever you owed it, Christ paid the price in full. Glory to Jesus. So your redemption was purchased. Your redemption was purchased. Price paid in full. Meaning that whatever you owe the devil, Christ has cleared it. So he now has no legal hold on you because the price has been paid. The demand of justice has been met. That's why he says in Romans 8, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Because why? Christ paid the price for your, for, for your release. Christ paid the price for your release. So the devil can no longer lay legal claim on you. So, you know, some people, when they go through issues, they say, maybe, maybe it's because I committed a sin. Well, the, the devil can, 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 can play on your ignorance to afflict you, right? But legally, he has no right to. Don't forget that the devil does not respect rights. Respect the right to enforce. Again, the devil does not respect rights. He respects the rights you enforce. So when you know that he has no legal claim on you, you can then begin to enforce your freedom. Do you understand? So it's now your job to know that the devil has no hold on me. He has no place in my life. I owe him nothing. The price has been paid in full. My past debt cleared so I can walk free. So there are times when people are plagued by their past. People are plagued by their past. The thought of when I was younger, I did so and so. Um, when I was, you know, unsaved, I did so and so. Uh, I slept with that. Hopefully, it's not you, sir. Slept with that girl. Slept with that boy. I bought that baby. Can you call? Can you call? People, people, some people can live all their lives weighed down by the guilt of the past. Some people can go three years, four years weighed down by the guilt of the past. But Christ has paid for your release. You owe guilt nothing. You owe shame nothing. So you can walk through because a price was paid. Now, to not live free is a waste of the price paid. To be okay with half-life, mediocrity Christianity, is, to, is to, um, to undervalue the price that was paid for your freedom. To be free in Christ but not live free is to underuse the price paid for your freedom. Christ paid the price. It is not free release, no. A price was paid. Do you understand? A price was paid. A price was paid. So to live through life, just managing through, and you know, suffering from affliction, just gliding, just managing affliction, managing problems, you know, managing unanswered prayers, managing no no no. A price was paid. So I owe it to the one that paid the price to enjoy the price paid, to enjoy the result in full. Do you understand? So you owe it to yourself to live in abundance, abundance of life, to reign in life through Christ because he paid the price for it. Glory to Jesus. So, now I said earlier also that apolytrosis, 
emphasizes the distance, safety margin between the rescued person and what once held them back. That word emphasizes like a distance between them, between you and the things that held you back. So it's not as though um, this is you, this is the problem, I just separated you a bit from the problem. No, it is there's a far safety margin. So we're not rescued to live around the problem. No, we're taken far above. Far above the things that before held you bound. I said before that the devil does not care for your rights. He only cares for the rights you enforce. Meaning to enforce your rights, you must know the rights so you can enforce it. Do you get my point here? It's what you know that you can enforce. Don't forget, thieves don't respect rights. Even the police, but that's not the point. Do you get? So, the devil is a thief. So, it's not enough to have a right in Christ. If you can't enforce it, you might as well not have it. It's a thief, it's a robber. What do robbers do? Break in. They know they should not, but they break in. Okay? So, it is you that will now mount a cast or, or you, that will do your burglary and say, thieves, you cannot enter here. It's in your hands, in your care. But if you don't know, you can't enforce it. If you are not sure, don't forget, you're dealing with a thief, with a con man. If you don't know who you are, you can't enforce it. He will give suggestions that make you feel this is abnormal. They are normal. You know, when you fall to the rest tomorrow, mm, it tells you, you know, they're just, just a human being. Me, self, I be a human being, you know. You know, who doesn't know that song? Ha. Isn't it? <laughs> Let me not say, I'm on the altar, shall I, but I think it's MI or Two Face, one of them. Okay? All right. Don't you know it? I'm surprised. Because you're as well as I am, but it's fine. All right. So, so you know, that is we excuse because I be human being, no. Things that we should not excuse. Yeah. Perhaps the first question is three, three. That says, you are acting like mere men. Okay? This feeling of I'm just a human being. No, we have to, we have to deliberately call ourselves to a higher standard of living, to reign in life, to not excuse failure, not excuse defeat, not excuse, excuse, um, Directionlessness, lack of vision, lack of peace, lack of joy. Okay? We have got to put, you know, knowing that a price was paid ought to make you to live up to the price paid. Somebody paid for this. A price was paid for my health. So I have no right to live in sickness. I have no right to manage it. Yes, sir? I have no right to manage sickness. Glory to God. So it put between us a safety margin. It took you far from the problem. Took you far from things that held you bound. So you are free. Not just free, you are very free. You are very free, liberated in Christ. You are liberated in Christ. Again, there's a truth you know that actually sets you free. So you've got to let this, let this, let this um, get into your consciousness. That I'm not only free, I've been taken far from it. I've been taken far from it. I've been taken far from the problem, far from sickness, far from affliction, far from mediocrity. I've been taken far away in Christ. Okay? So you let this word so richly grow in you. Alright? Meditate on it. Think about it. Think about it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. This is important. Alright? It says in the class with the, with the riches of the grace which he lavished on us. Okay, so again, he did not sprinkle it. It's not salt. Okay? He lavished it. So, just picture yourself, you know, in the waterfall. 
overflowing water all over you. Not just, it's not, it's not just um, shower. shower, small shower, as in, uh, what do you call it again? Mercy drops. No, it's not drops. It is an overflowing river of grace over your life. So, again, you are graciously helped. You are fully supplied. So you go into life thinking, I am fully supplied. I'm graciously helped. I'm not stuck. I'm not stranded. I'm not begging for help. I'm graciously helped. God's grace over us is lavish. 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 You know, boundless. Limitless. Overflowing. An abundance of grace. An abundance of grace. So, you know, I think at a point where the problem outweighs the grace, which never happen. Don't be telling your life where the issues outweigh the grace. You might feel like it, but it's not true. Don't be telling when, you know, when the times when life just seems to eat you, eat you everywhere. There was a bastard. Once, once, once he sees an open, what does he do? He will compound it. Once he sees that you are weak, small, or quail, you might be finding more weakness. Yeah, that's what he does. He likes mount pressure. Once he understands, once he just sees that this guy is about to break down, nice. What do you do? He will now mount the pressure very well to help you find things to cry about. That's what he leads to that. When he slept that, you're thinking about, ah, I don't have money for next thing I'm thinking, I don't have a job too. My mother does not like me. My father left my mother. You know, can I go? You, know, you, you would think to a point where, like, okay, this life is more useless. That's how it works. Okay? But there'll never be a point where the problem outweighs the grace. There'll never be a point where the need outweighs the supply. If it says where sin abounds, guess what? Grace much higher. It didn't say grace abounds, it says grace much more abounds. So there is a much more over your life. Do you understand? There is a much more of the supply of the help of God over your life. Yes. So when you think that this temptation will kill me, that this boy, when I, when I, when I see this boy, my body just goes crazy. No, there's a much more grace over your life. The grace to say no to sin, to say no to wrong situations, wrong affairs. There's a grace over your life to say no. The grace will always outweigh the need. The supply will always outweigh the demand. Name economics. The supply always much more outweighs the demand. So you will never come to a point where you are without help. Now, you might feel like it, but it's not true. Don't forget, we live by faith and not by sight. We don't live by feelings. That feeling of, I'm tired, I'm down, I'm out, there's no way. Yes, those are feelings, okay? But truth trumps feelings. Let God be true. Let every man be a liar. Okay, so his grace has been lavished on us. Okay, so he says, with all wisdom and understanding, he made, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he proposed in Christ. Okay, so not only are we lavished with grace, he also gave us wisdom and understanding. So we have access to understanding and wisdom to know his mystery in Christ. Glory to God. Okay? So there's wisdom for you to understand the mystery of Christ. Why he told them in, in Matthew, he says, to you that's been given, to know the things of the kingdom. So to you, to understand scripture has been given to you. To understand God's word has been given to you. To know what he says has been given to you. Okay, so you have access by the Spirit of God to understand the mystery of Christ. Now, this mystery, you know, it was mystery for them revealed to us. 
So to us, it's not a mystery. To us, it's a revealed truth. It was hidden for, hidden from them. Hidden for us. You get The mystery of Christ was hidden from them. Hidden for us. So even Isaiah, when he wrote those things, he wrote in Isaiah, he didn't fully get it. He wrote it without understanding it. Do you understand? Because it was hidden from them, hidden for us, hidden to be revealed to us. So we have access to all wisdom and understanding to know the revealed Christ, to know his mystery, to know that Christ in you is your hope of glory. So we all, with unveiled faces, glory to God, higher, behold as in a glass the glory of God. Why? The veil has been removed. So there's no longer veil over your eyes. So Moses, what Moses did, even Moses, Moses was just seeing glimpses, types, and shadows. He didn't get it. But to us, those have been made clear, made open. So the mystery of Christ has been revealed to us. We have wisdom and understanding. So, you know, through Christ, God wants us to fully know him. It's no longer, it's no longer hiding behind types and shadows. All things have been made clear in Christ. So as we build and know Christ better, okay, we know everything, his plans, his will, his thoughts for us, we know them clearer. Glory to God. So good. All right. He says, the mystery which was in Christ to be put in effect, put into effect when that fulfillment, to bring unity, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ, okay? So we're in those days, we're in those days where times reach their fulfillment, when the mystery has been revealed, okay? To bring unity, bring to unity, bring unity to all things, you know, in heaven and on earth under Christ. So now all things have been put under Christ. This was always the plan. And the time will come when all things, all things, all things will be put under Christ. And that time has come right now. So in that season where Christ reigns on the earth through the body of Christ, through us. So all things have been put under his feet. All things. All things. All things. So there's nothing, there's nothing you know, that, that is not subject to Christ. And because we are in Christ, all things are also subject to us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is so good. Okay? So all things have been put, all things in heaven and on earth have been put under Christ. In everything in heaven, on earth, under the earth, is now under the believer's dominion. So it does not matter how bad your village priest is. It does not matter that, that you might sacrifice. You know, some pussy sins. Mm. You might say, hey, pastor, I'm my pastor. I didn't know. I mistakenly climbed God's sacrifice. I, don't, I did not know. All things have been put on die for you to actually match. That's the entire plan, to match it. Glory to God. <laughs> As they match them, even the demon is, is running away. That, hey, the Yabupa have come. Glory to God. Not that somebody treating you. You're not scared. That, Kinikon, uh, Kinikon, I curse you. Like, you're afraid of the curse. You are in the blessing. Don't forget it. By redemption, you've been put far from things that afflicted you. So you are so far from a cause, it cannot reach you. There's a safety margin over your life. There's a safety margin over your life. Glory to God. You live in the blessing now. Nothing can hold you back. Nothing can hinder you. You know, they tell people, when people ask some issue, tell them, ah, it's a spirit of delay. Come on. It has no hold on you. Again, I said earlier, that, what, that the devil does not respect rights, respects the right to enforce. So when you see what looks like is not in Christ in your life, what do you do? Enforce 
who you are in Christ. The devil will try to put things on you. That's his job. He will make attempts, but you that you enforce and tell the devil, this way you go no further. This, this is a, 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 no, a no entry zone. This is a protected zone. Okay? Dogs on guard, keep watch. Keep I about to say it again. Keep keep beware of dogs. Yeah, beware of you know the blessed man. Cause don't come around here. No cause zone here. Only blessings on here. Glory to God. In Christ. So we'll see all through this, all through, all through Ephesians 1. You will see a lot of in Christ, in love, in grace. Okay? Just to show, you know, that all these things are part of our inheritance by being in Christ. Man in Christ. Glory to God. Right. Awesome. So Jesus Christ paid in full. He paid a full ransom for you. Paid, paid the full, paid the price in full. Ransomed you from death, from sin, from sickness, from lack, from anything contrary to reigning in life in Christ. Yeah. Whatever is contrary to reigning in Christ has been taken away from you. So you are free from the things that once enslaved you. So even if, even if it feels like you are still struggling with it, you must begin to understand that you have been freed from these things. When it looks like, 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 like that, that, that particular sin is trying to hold you back, you must remember when you are in Christ, that you have been set free from the things that held you back. So you keep telling that thing, I'm free from you. I'm free from you. You have no hold over me. You have to enforce it. Though. You have got to enforce it. You have got to enforce who you are in Christ. That thing that, that comes back every other month. No, no. You've got to enforce your rights in Christ. Enforce it. I'm above you. Some people have, they have issues that, come every, that, that comes once in a year. Maybe that, that's, some people are usually very sick once a year. They have that time where when it is March, March like this, they know uh, March has come. It's my sickness month. You know? Yes, they, 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 they buy drugs. So you know that it is this. No, no. You've got to stand and take, and take your place in Christ. And they have been freed from the things that once held me back. Some people have what they call Ogo Idile. That actually they have it, they know they have. When it's their family, when it's their family history, they know that they have going to What do you do? I've been freed from this. I said also, again, the devil does not, does not respect rights. It's you that will enforce the rights. When you see what, what looks like a family issue in your, your life, no, no, you take your place. I have been redeemed. This has no hold in my life and it ends now. You enforce it. Some post family, when you see you know that something's happening here. Okay? First, first, um, firstborn. Male, married at 45. Small, 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 nobody just liked him. Second born, female, 42. Fine girl, rich. Not just like that. Some people, no, but you can just see that. You can, when you see, you, even you know that this thing, where it's going in family, there's a, there's a pattern. Some of them, father died of diabetes, mother died of heart disease. When they see the pattern in their lives, okay, you are man in Christ. You can enforce. God's will over your life. That I've been set free. I've been put far from the things that held me back. What do you do? What you don't want, you don't watch. You take your place over. You don't, don't, you're not just going casually. You stand your, your right in Christ. You stand, okay, and live in triumph over those things. Glory to God. Right. Glory to God. Okay, verse um, 11. It says, in him we were also chosen. Having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything according to the purpose of his will. In order that we were, who were first put our hope in Christ might be to the place of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth because of salvation. Verse 13. This is when you believed. You were marked 
in him with a seal. Please follow me. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Okay? When you got saved, you were marked with a seal. You were sealed. You know how a seal goes with the, with the liver? What does a seal mean? Number one, a seal shows ownership. Right? A seal shows security. That this seal, as long as you don't open the seal, the things inside are secure. They are intact. Alright? So, when Christ marked you, he was saying, this is my product, well delivered, fully intact. He was putting on you a brand of ownership. To signify you to everything that needs to know that this one is my beloved child with whom I am well pleased. Blameless before me. Holy. Okay? Blameless. Righteous. Fully blessed. Lavishly graced. Glory to God. So the believer is sealed with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in you is the seal, the, the, the mark of identity of Christ on you. So you are branded. Glory to God. You are branded by the Holy Ghost. You are branded by the Holy Ghost. That means something. You are branded by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is your seal, is your guarantee, your security, your identity. Amen. So he says, the Holy Spirit, okay, 14, 14, who is a deposit? Look at that. A security. Guaranteeing our inheritance. Okay? Until the redemption of those who are God's possession. Praise of his glory. See this voice. This is what he's saying. That the Holy Spirit, right? Look at this. Is your deposit that guarantees our inheritance. This is what it means. That the Holy Spirit in you is what makes us know for certain that when Christ comes, you know, at the, at the end of all things, your inheritance is guaranteed. So that because you have God's spirit, your ending in heaven is as sure as day. Sure than day. So you're not trying to, trying to make heaven. There is a guarantee over your life. That because you have God's spirit, you know, your inheritance is guaranteed. It's secure. Glory to God. You are marked with a seal. The promised spirit. Okay, so the seal there is from the Greek word spa, spragizo. Wow. Spra, S-P-H-R-A-G-I-Z-O. Okay, it means to seal, to set a seal upon. Okay, to seal with a signet ring or any other instrument, to stamp, to attest ownership. Okay, to authorize, validate what was sealed, to validate what is sealed. Okay, to validate what is sealed. Glory to God. I need us together, drop the phones, wake up from sleep. Okay, otherwise, why are you here? All right. So it means to seal the signature of any instrument, okay, to attest ownership, authorizing, validating what is sealed. Okay? Signifies ownership and the full security carried by the backing of the owner. Okay? It's like a legal signature which guaranteed the content of what was sealed. Okay? It signifies belonging to. So, for example, you know when you watch those old in these um, slavery films, how they brand slaves. When you get, when you get the slave branding, you know, house of Sparta, whatever. 
Okay? The brand. So also, when you got saved, you were branded as belonging to Christ by the Spirit. So there's a seal over your life that says you belong to God. So when they see you in, in the spiritual world, they see your seal, like you are Christ. Do you understand? So when they said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Somebody, they, they know you also. Because there's a seal over your life. So the, the demon can try to shakara you, but you know what to do. Because of God, you know. So when, you cannot, when, you, when you give a decree, they know, you, they know you are. They know they have to obey. So you don't allow them to shakara. You don't allow them to for example, when he's cast out the devil and everything, and he's making and he knows all those noises, if you don't know, you will be scared. But when you know we're in Christ, I give, I give my word, they, they, they know to get out. Some people, when they say, I said, hey, not, you know, get into fear. You know, hey, the devil is angry. You're saying, you know, no, no, no. No, it's happens to people. Uh, no, have, have you heard when someone is doing the demon and the devil says, I will tell them what you did last year? Hey, casting. <laughs> it, it happens to people. I was, and the person like, ah. No, you tell the guy, shut up. You can't. I refuse you to. I refuse you to. I'm a new man in Christ. What I did last year is forgiving, white clean. Okay? Because there's a mark signifying who you are in Christ. So when they say, Samuel, ah, yeah. see, 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 see. see, this is not, it's, it's not about spiritual growth right now, but just, just know who you are. It's not what you grow to become. Do you understand? So people, people say things like, um, some people say things like, you know, that you, when, you, when you grow, when you grow, the demons will now, they will now recognize you. Have you heard that before? Have you heard it before? That when you grow, you know, the demons will now recognize you. No, sir. There's a seal over your life, a mark of ownership. They know now who you are. They know now. They know who you are. But you, do you know? The question is, are you sure of who you are in Christ? Or are you doubting your own decrees? Glory to God. So when you stand over any issue, you should stand knowing who you are. There's a seal over your life, a mark of ownership, a brand that says you belong to God. You belong to God. You are Christ's own. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right? Awesome. This means for sure that when Christ returns, because of that mark of ownership, you are checking out with him. So it's not a maybe or a maybe not. When he says things like him, I uh, can say, when the Jesus Christ comes, they go to heaven. Oga, we live in heaven already. There's a mark on us of ownership. We are in heaven now. It's not, it's not what we will be. It's who we are right now. I'm on heaven living on it. Do you understand? I'm in heaven. I live on it. I have to ask that citizenship. I'm a heaven citizen. I'm, just, I'm, I'm on it. Just like saying ambassador, ambassador in Nigeria from America. I'm an American living in Nigeria. That kind of stuff. I'm just living here. This is not my replay, not my reface. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay, so you are in heaven now. It's not where you will be, it's where you are already. So you live like every citizen. Talk like one. Act like one. Decree like one. What whatever is from above is above all. John 3. Whatever is from above is above all. I'm from above, I'm above all. I'm above all things. Above all. Above all, above the lack, above the fear, above the doubt in my, in my, above the doubt in my, in my, in my environment, above the hopelessness, above mediocrity also, above the poverty, whatever is my above is above all. So we see Christ living the above all life, above all in all things. You know, Christ demonstrated the above all in every area, even walked on water to say, I'm above everything, as in, we're just doing anyhow, as the question demands. Even told Peter to go to a fish mother and bring her money. Ha! <laughs> It's not saving so. 
He didn't save his year. He's not savings. Some people said he kept it there. Ah, now. How? How did he keep money? How did he keep it there? How did he? Yeah. Yeah. It's not savings. Above all. It's not Say it's water to wine. Above all. Above all. Not just any other wine. Quality wine. Premium wine. Above all. Okay? Above all. The man in Christ is as Christ. Above all. The man in Christ is as Christ. Above all. Above all. Above. So we must let this enter our brain. Above all. Above all. Exactly. Above all. So you must, listen, we have to deliberately do, do programming. Programming ourselves to remember we are in Christ. See, your spirit knows, right? It's your head that needs, your head has, you, the head that needs to understand. This mind that needs to understand. So prior it into your mind, I'm above all. I'm above all. I'm above this realm. Higher. I'm above the pain. Higher. So it's, it's vital to remember the soul. I'm above these things. Glory to Jesus. All right. So the believer has the spirit. And the spirit will not leave you nor forsake you. Yes. Alright? It won't leave you. It won't leave you. Okay? It won't leave it will be with you forever. Verse 15. Verse 15. Alright? Ephesians 1 15. It says, now for this reason. Look at this. So after laying down everything that you were blessed, every blessing in Christ. You are, you know, graced, lavished with, yeah, lavished with grace. You are forgiven, redeemed. You are God's own, marked with the seal of ownership. Now it says, for this reason, because of all that I've, I've told you, for this reason, okay, amen, for this reason. Right? So because of all that I've told you now, for this reason, okay, ever since I've heard about your faith, you know, Jesus Christ, and you love, love for God's people, says, I have not stopped giving thanks for you. For this reason, because of all this that belongs to you in Christ, I've not stopped giving thanks. And because you are saved, I thank you because you are saved. All these things are now yours. Okay? For this reason, I pray for you every time and give thanks for you. Number one. He says, remembering you in my prayers. Verse 17. He says, I keep asking. The God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord's Father, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom revelation. That because of all these things, I'm praying for you that you, that you, that you operate in the spirit of the revelation, so that you can understand all these that are yours in Christ. So he said, I'm not praying that you have this, I'm praying that you understand that you have these things. I'm praying that you have, that you have wisdom and revelation to understand these things already yours in Christ. Because usually, it's usually a, a understanding gap between who we are and living like who we are. It's that gap of, that gap of, 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 full, of full, full awareness or full consciousness. So I'm saying, I'm praying for you. I keep, since I keep praying this prayer for you. To say that it is not a prayer you pray once and stop. It's a prayer that the believer will pray, that the believer should pray all day till he goes to heaven. That you pray. As I'm praying that, you know, I, I, I operate in the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that I can know him better. So I can better understand who I am in Christ. Because when I know him, I know me. The more clearly I see him, the more clearly I know me. Okay? The more clearly I know him, the more clearly I know him. Why? Because I am in him. We share a reality. Higher. We share our realities. Whatever he is, I am. As he is, so am I in the world. So, the more I see Christ, 
the more I see me. Like a mirror. First Corinthians, second Corinthians 3, 18. The more I see him, the more I see me. So as I behold him, I'm beholding me. So that's why it's so vital to know Christ. Not just to know him, to understand that knowing him is knowing me. So, I'm, I'm, so, so I, I must begin to see myself in his realities. How would Christ react to this? Will he start crying? Will Christ cry to the problem? Yeah, not that kind of cry. Okay, will he run away in fear? Or will he stand and deal with the issue? Will he say, Mugbeo? How will Christ deal with it? I must see myself in Christ. Okay? Because I pray that I may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. It says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. Okay? I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, may be, may, may be flooded with light. And the eyes have to be flooded with light. Okay, there will be flood light in your heart of understanding of revelation knowledge. That you may fully know that your heart may be enlightened, flooded with light. Says, so that you may know the hope to which he has called you. Again, this issue of knowledge, of knowing. Like, it, it's not about God giving you. It's about you knowing what has been given unto you. That you need to know it to, to live it. You need to know it to, 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 to enforce it. You've got to know it. Says, I'm praying for you. That the eyes of your heart may be flooded with light. So that you may know the hope to which he has called you. You know what this means? Revelation knowledge will save your life. The knowledge of God will keep you alive. Will, will help you to reign and thrive in life. People perish for lack of knowledge. Some people have died too early because they don't know who God is. They don't know who they are in Christ. They are believers who they don't know who they are in Christ. They die too early. This is like, if it is his will, he will heal me. That person will die. <laughs> People die like that. If it is his will, he will heal me. That person is dying. Penetrating will say that people have to help to stay alive. By telling them, don't die this way. Let God heal you, they later die. Tell old people that don't want to die of sickness. Let God heal you first, then later you want to go, go. But don't go in sickness. You don't have to. Don't have to. So we don't die by car crash. We should not. It doesn't have to be. Or die by being sick. You don't have to. You don't have to die that way. You don't have to. There's a way the believer dies. See, Christ said, I lay down my life and take it back up. When it's time, you lay it down. You are going to talk about it. Do you understand? Paul speaking in Philippians. He says, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. He says, I don't know which one I would choose. I don't know which of them I would choose, but I will shall stay. Because for me to stay is more fruitful labor for you. So he's saying, I can choose to stay. I can choose to go. Okay? But let me stay. Let me stay longer. For fruitful labor for you. Says for, for, your, for, your, for your continuous progress and joy in the faith. So you, we, don't, we, we are not going to die anyhow. Glory to God. Okay, I think I talk about, I think it was his mother also that was going to die. I was sick and really sick, and it told God that, see, God, if this woman dies, I, I, won't, I, won't, I can't fight you, but I remind you every day that my mother died. You did not help me. <laughs> that was the question with God, okay? That I remind you every day that 
that, that every day that my mother died. So I was telling me that my mother has suffered all her life. I've, I've not got to a point where I can begin to reward her. I just get to a point where I can take care of her. She must not die now. And God, God kept her alive. She lived for longer. When she, was going to, when she was going to go, he knew that this, this was time. So he released her. So somebody else, someone else died, got to heaven, met Christ. And Christ said, you know, you can't come. The pastor said, the pastor is praying that you should not, like, I, should not, I should not let you enter. The pastor is refusing, refusing from coming here. The guy got to heaven, everyone was fine and sweet. Like, I'm happy you're like, nah. The pastor did not agree. And truly, <laughs> let me just assure you that you cannot die now. I'll bring you back. You cannot. Let me just assure you, sir. Okay, I'll show you on the you sign, you sign membership form. <laughs> so, you sign membership form. All right? But, so the guy came back. So, we are, not, we are not called to die anyhow. We have authority in Christ. Okay? So, we need, we need to understand these things. So, the issue is an understanding matter. That we live less than, less than who we are in Christ. And it's, it's still common in, in the church. We mostly live less than who we are in Christ. We should not, we don't have to. We don't have to live every day in sickness and affliction. We don't have to. We don't have to permit evil things in our life. We don't have to excuse it. Okay? We can live, you know, our revelation, live out our authority, identity in Christ. So he's saying, I'm praying that you will know the hope to which he has called you. That you know the riches. Because the lost inheritance to those people. You know the riches of the inheritance. And he calls it the lost inheritance. That you will know, you know, you will know the content of the inheritance in us as its only people. Now you will know what is packaged on your inside. You will know the things yours in Christ. Because an inheritance. So there are things you got in Christ. He said that I'm praying for you to understand what these things are. Don't, don't you say I'm saved? I know you are saved, but are you living at your inheritance? Yes, you are saved, but yes, I know. But are you living at your inheritance? Are you okay with just half-life? Let, let's say I go to heaven. No more sickness. We are going to see the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, the song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to see the Lord. What about now? What about now? Eh? What about now? What about the things yours now? What about the things yours? Yeah, we're just passing by. Why not, as I always say, why not pass well? Pass well. We are called to reign in life. What is reigning to you? What does reign in life mean to you? Is it everyday sick, afflicted, broke, battered, depressed? Just saying, I'm going to heaven. No, you are called to reign in life. The reigning is a year thing, is a now thing. The now then. So practice how to reign. How to tramp on issues. Reign. So what does reigning mean to you? Think about what, what is reigning to you. What, what do you define as reigning? Is it being broke? Is it living hopeless, hopelessly? Is it being scared of SARS? Yes, what? Is it, being, is it living, living in fear? Reigning means... You rise above your, the issues in your environment. You live, up, you live above it. See, this demonic force that they are running through wicked people, you live above it. You live above the demon at work in them. We live above the devils at work in them. That the devil in you will not kill me. <sighs> you demon in you will not kill me. It, it will not happen. You know, I was, when I was in university, I had times when I had clashes with court guys, and you know, even though you know you have some, there will be some small fear in your heart, but the fear, the fear will not reach my tongue. The fear can be here, but it will reach my tongue. My tongue will not show the fear. 
Because we reign by spoken words. We reign by decrees. So even, 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 when even when your mind is afraid, your mouth must not show the fear. Your mouth must consistently say the right things. After, after a while, your mind will catch up to your heart. After a while, your mind will align with your heart. See, you can, you can change your words by your heart. You can change your heart by your words. It works both ways. What do you do? Begin to say the right things. Be saying who you are in Christ. After a while, your mind will catch up. That's why it says, this book of love, not depart from your mouth. Do you understand? It says, they, 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 they are nice. You don't depart from your mouth. So in speaking it, it's entering your heart. You meditate on it in your heart and mind. So you meditate by spoken words. What do you do? You take your scripture. This is why I'm in Christ. You begin to confess it. I am the blessed of God. I'm the healed of God. I've been made alive in Christ, far above all things. Sin has no hold on me. Even this sin that looks so good, sir, you have no hold over me. I am, I am, I am redeemed of God, and I insist on my redemption. I'm free from sin, free from sickness, free from poverty, free from lack, free from whatever wants to help me back. I reign in life through Christ. It makes your confession. It begins to grow on you. You can change your life by your words. You can change your life by your words. And speak yourself into living the blessed life. Okay? So I'm praying for you to know your inheritance. That you may know his incomparably great power. You see, all, all through this chapter, you've seen the adjectives um, lavish, incomparably great. You know, Paul was deliberately just making you know that the things that God has, Christ has done for you is inexhaustible, is mega, is surplus, is lavish. So he said to you, you may know the incomparably great. He will say riches rich, rich, of grace, grace of inheritance. Don't show you the adjectives involved here. That is not just, it's not just by, by destiny. It's a mega, it's a, it's a mega affair. That's so why, why we must reign in life, say. There is no, there is no provision in Christ for you to live, live less than reigning. No. It's us that made it that, that, that used to call it to our own, our own shape and size. We used, to, we used to tailor fit it. Yeah, our bias is our, our culture. No. It says, in Christ, it's an abundance. It says, it's incomparably great power. Look at that. Incomparably, then great. Okay? It's incomparably great power towards us that believe. How you are. For us who believe, it's a prayer. For says, I'm praying that you will know, not that you will pray that God give me power. You will pray. See, I'm saying, what you pray from knowing who you are. So you pray from power, not for power. So you are praying to know the power already at work in you. The power is already here by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the carrier of the power. It says that you may know, you may know is incomparably great power. I'm praying that you know that you already have the power. Notice not, not that word. I've got the power. Exactly. You've already got the power. It's not what you have. It is what you have already. Do you understand? When the Holy Ghost came inside of you, the Holy Ghost is the carrier of the power of God. So by having the Spirit of God, you have all his blessings, all his gifts, all his power at work in you. So there's Active power at work in you that you release by giving decrees. There's power in you now, not, not tomorrow. And this power is incomparably great. So even if you put all your, all your people together and they form vote wrong, your power, is, your, your, power, your, your power is above them. 
So, see, when you know this, they cannot threaten you anymore. But because we, we, sometimes we forget, we forget who we are. So, we let small things threaten us. Someone says, it's Jaruma. You're above that. See, if you eat the food, you be nothing. There's a proverb. So, the bed that eats poison will get fat on poison. The bed is poison. It's not a person to die. It's not the bed to die. The bed gets fatter on, po- on the poison. So, I will the jam with Pesora. So, if you eat poison, you'll jag me. They do just for you. You'll jag me. They get poison food. You'll jag me. Since you eat it, it's not what you. You'll jag me. They cost you. Won't pay. <laughs> okay? But we still need to understand we are in Christ. You touch COVID person. Won't pay. I'll jag me. Amen. Power of Christ at work in you. It's the truth. It's who we are. So we don't live. We don't live around. So I just again imagine Christ living in the time of COVID. You think we're doing tiptoeing around the place? Can you touch this? Have I touched COVID? (laughs) 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 No. When they called Christ, man, pray for someone. Ask ask coronavirus. And I said, "Is that doing Bluetooth prayer? Because you don't want to touch her. Uh, Be healed." It will, but it will, knowing my Christ, too, you could touch him. Hey, darling, so sorry you are healed in Christ. Like, like, yeah. So, give my point here. So, don't go about life being scared of, of what they are scared of. It's an aberration for us to be scared of what they are scared of. It should not be that what worries them worries us. Glory to God. You've got to stand on your rights in Christ. He says, This power is for us who believe. This power is the way the day you got saved. This power was put into your account. So this power is for you because you believe. It's not a pastor thing. It's a you thing. It's a believer thing. Yeah. Glory to God. The power is a you thing. It's a you thing, not a pastor thing. It's for you. 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 It's for you that believe. So you step into your world knowing you are powerful. You are powerful. You are powerful. You are powerful. It's so, it's so good that you know the, the Peter caught the, the, the priest the ear of the of the priest servant. What did Christ do? Pick it up and gum it. Hiya. He didn't pray. He didn't pray. Just picked and gone. He just gone and back. Surgery in two seconds. Man in Christ. 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 Okay? This power is the same as the mighty strength. Again, see the adjectives everywhere. Paul just finished with it. Just finished with adjectives everywhere. Everywhere. Mighty. Um, exceedingly great. Incomparable. Ra- lavish. Uh, everywhere. Look at that. It says, the power is the same as his mighty strength that, that exerted in Christ. Let's look from the certain right and every places. This is the point. This is the point. That the same power, the power that it used to take Christ up from the dead. Okay, that same power is the power at work in you right now. Now that, that part didn't just take for, for the dead. The power that took him up to the place of my Christ, the only place in heaven at God's right hand. The power took him up from the grave, straight to God's right hand. Now, that power, this is what it means. The right, right hand is not as though it's a chair. It's not a chair. It's, it's, it's a place of authority. Yeah. You get a place of authority, a place of, 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 of reigning. So he's saying this power is what makes Christ reign over the world is the power behind Christ. That power is what is in you. 
The power that makes Christ Christ, that makes the entire world obey his decree, that power is what is in you. So if that power will fail you to feel Christ, you get Every authority is backed by power. So for example, when the policeman says stop, stop, I don't stop. The power of government means that I go to jail. The power backing the authority. You get so that stop is not his own power, just authority. Because if that car comes, that can jam him, right? But because of the power backing the authority, people stop. Now, the power that's working you is what backs the throne of Jesus. Do you understand? So the power working you is what makes God God. That's the meaning. What makes God God? You get. So this power is for us that believe. So it's this power to come. Of, no, you know in Colossians 1, in Colossians 1 or 2, it says, how did he put it there? I put it. No, it's as though, you know, as though they try to hold, see, let me tell you what happened there. Now, at the grave, the devil thought he had won, right? So he, he gave Christ close marking. That you, said rise again, you know go rise, say, you cannot rise. So all, all, all of the devil's forces was camped in one place to say you will not rise. All of the forces in the entire world, like you will not rise. What happened? He shook them off. And he rose. That power that made him trample over, over all the other devil's courts is available to you now. If he could not hold Christ down in the, in the grave, it cannot hold you back. See, if he could, he would have held Christ back there. But because he could not hold Christ back there, he cannot hold you back. Because that same power is at work in you. That power took him up from the grave, lives in you. They, could not, they wanted to hold him, but they could not hold him back. No, no, they knew that he said he rise again. They knew, so they were, they were prepared that he must not rise. So it wasn't just a fluke event. They knew. So he, he had done everything to ensure that the guy would not rise. So all his power was put in one place. So this is the point. If the devil does meet him and call all the, all the demons in the entire world against you, they will still fail. They will still fail. They will still fail because the same power that you guys off of the dead, that same power is that working you now. Right, so he says this power took me from the from the grave. Okay, put my ghost in any places. Okay, far above. Look at this. All rule, all authority, all power, all dominion. See the all again. All, every, all, every name that can be invoked. Okay, not only in present age, but also in the one to come. So forever and ever and ever, all things have been put under Christ, under you. 22. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything. For what? For the church. So he's not just head for nothing's sake. He's head for your good. He's head over all things for you. For you so that you can win authority. So it's headship to your headship. It's head for your sake. So it's not, about, not, not, not just because it's God. No, no. He's head there so that you can also be head over life. Just that. It's head over all things for the church. Okay? All things put on his feet for the church. Because the church is his body. So we are the feet, we are the, we are the shoulder, the you know, head, shoulder, the toes. Okay? We are his body. So all things have been put on us. So if, even the least believer that we can say maybe his feet are big, he's far above the devil. Now, the far above there is not far above. He's far above. Far above. Far above, so there's a wide gap between you and the devil. It's not this. It's far above. Sit down. 
Sit. All right. He says, 23, which is the body, the fullness of him, who fills everything in every way. So we are his church. We are his body. We've, you know, it is through us that he fills everything in every way. Let's see the amplified version of this part. Amplified version. Verse 17. Someone should help me. 17. Amplified version. Are we getting blessed? Is this good? Yes, sir. Glory to God. All right. Yes, sir. 17. Ephesians sure. 1 17. Okay. Ephesians 1 17. Yeah. Amplified. I, al- yeah, yeah. Go I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of him. For we know the Father through the Son. Look at that, please. Because that gives you a deep and personal, intimate insight. To have this knowing that is so deep, so real, so personal, to know him so deeply, I'm praying for you. I just want to revelation that you can actually really know him. You can actually know him intimately. So God wants to be known, to be known intimately, known personally. Please go on, known deeply. Yeah, go. See, it's, see, it's almost, it's almost, it's almost romantic. You know, the way people talk to I just, I just want to know. You know. Glory to God. When, when you know, says intimacy, I want to know your heart. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Intimacy. Please go on. And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, may be enlightened, that's flooded with light by the Holy Spirit. That the very core of your being, that the, the, the your your Noah, your Noah of Noah, as in your inside. You know, when something has your 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 inside, your you know it, you know that thing where as in deep knowledge. Not, not just ordinary head. It has gone into your subconscious. It has become wired into your being. That you know, you know it so much. You wake up your dream. See, so the way you know that you cannot know that even in your dream you are killing devil. You are flogging your dream. The way you can naturally know that in your dream you are alive. You are lat. Some people in their dream they are just flogging their dream. Their dream. They beat them in their dream. They eat in their dream. Wake up, wake up scared. Everything happens in their dream. But the way you know that even in your dream you know that you know that that you know you know so well. So some of the pastor ones that they, they beat him in his dream. Masquerade him and all that kind of stuff. What did the guy? So the guy go back to your sleep. That the that masquerade comes, chase the masquerade back. Yes. But when you know who you are, you will chase you will chase the masquerade, this father. You will chase the masquerade back. Yeah. Okay? But it comes by it's entering into the core of your being. So you you have to eat God's word though. You will eat and say to yourself, this is why I'm in Christ. See, it enters the core of your being. This is real spiritual growth. When God's word enters the core of your being. Go on. So that you will know and cherish. So you will so that you will know and cherish the hope. Divine guarantee. Hi-ya. The divine guarantee. The confident expectation to which he has called you. Ooh. The riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. That's God's people. And so that you will begin to know Look at this. what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness. See that it is. Immeasurable. Unlimited. Surpassing greatness. Look at that. Just let you know how vast the power of work in you is. 
is immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing grace of his power. Let's go on. Of his active spiritual power in us is in us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength, which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Glory. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, whether angelic or human, and far above every name that is named, above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and the world, but also in the one to come. Do you see this? Please go on. And he put all things in every realm Hi-ya. in subjection under Christ's feet and appointed him as supreme and authoritative head over all things in the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills and completes all things in all believers. So he says he is the supreme and authoritative head over all things. Okay? Far above all rules. Not, not just above. Far. The far is, like, you know, when Bishop says far, Bishop, Bishop will say far above. And so show the far. He's very far. Okay? Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, whether angelic or woman. So far above all, all names. Above every title. Not, not only for this world, but also in the one to come. Ephesians 2 6. Ephesians 2 6. 2 6. 2 6. 2 6. Glory to God. Anyone? Wide awake. Yeah. And he raised us up together with him when we believed, and seated us with him in the heavenly places, because we are in Christ. Look at that. So he says, now when Christ was raised up, we were also raised with him. And now we are seated, you know, with him. There are places in Christ. There are places in Christ. So we are seated with him. So we are with him in that far above place. Do you understand? So that far above, we are seated with him in that far above. So it's not, it's not above. But it's that far above. Every authority, every power, every dominion, every rule. We are far above. So you get to get into your unconscious, subconscious. I am far above. Far above. Far above. So the more we understand these things, the more we can live it out. You are called to live the far above life. Far above. Far above. Far above. Glory to God. Far above. These things are just today, not tomorrow. So we, so we should begin to learn how to use his power and authority, knowing that we are fully supplied. Okay? We're not, praying for, we're not praying for power. We are praying from power. We're not praying from healing. We are praying from healing. We just lambano. So even the youngest believer is far above the devil and his courts. Okay? Let's go to Matthew 18. Matthew 18, 18. Matthew 18, 18. No, we are, we, are, we, are, we are close, okay? And it's a long teaching. Matthew 18, 18. Matthew 18, 18. Amen. Amen. I assure you. Yeah. And most sol- Amplified? No, NIV is good. NIV. NIV. Woo. Love so deep. Oh, yeah, go on. Truly, truly, I tell you. Yeah. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. You see that? Now, this part has many verses. I like this part. It says, 
Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth, you bind in heaven. So, meaning the binding starts from you. Mm-hmm. So, it means if you don't bind it, you don't bind it, it's unbound. If you don't bind, they will not bind it. But whatever you bind, everyone will bind it. Everyone will say, Why did you bind it? Whatever you lose on earth, everyone will lose it for you. But the binding and losing is your job, not, God, not God's. If you don't bind it, it's there. So it's your job to use the authority of Christ to bind and lose. What you don't like, do something about it. Stop crying. Crying is not the problem. It's not the problem. Okay? You can, maybe you should cry small, clean your eyes and bind. Yes, yeah, so you can see it. So when you cry small, your eyes will clear. Do what you have to do. Don't just say crying and crying and crying. It doesn't solve the problem. Yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> so you cannot cry till the problem is solved. It doesn't solve the problem. There's something about it. God, why now? Why me? Can you go? Can you go? Man, the person in this world. God, why? It doesn't solve the problem. It should decrease. It should decrease. Bind and lose. Luke 10, 7, 24. Luke 10, 7, 24. Luke 10, 17, 24. Yeah. 17, 24. Luke 10. Glory to God. The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. You see that? Go on. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. See, it didn't say when you see issues, beg me to solve the problem. It didn't say when you are sick, cry to God, please God, heal me. It says, no, I've given you authority to trample on them. See that? That you fix it. Trample on them. Don't beg me. Trample. Glory to God. It says to overcome all the power of, of the, the enemy. enemy. Overcome all, not some. It says, and nothing will by no means harm you. Nothing means nothing. Nothing will by no means harm you. Nothing means nothing. Nothing will by no means harm you. Nothing. Nothing. Please go on. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you. I but it's, it's too small. Demons submit to you. Mm, it's too small. Yeah. Glory to God. Please go on. But rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Oh, yeah. At that time, Jesus full, of jo- Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. See, see, see. see this is what you were pleased to do. Yes. This, this is our, our dispensation. It's what the Father was pleased to do. This, this is his Father's will. That we live free. That we reign in life. See, this, this, this is what the Father was pleased to do. This is his good will. His good will is that we reign in life. So when someone says, I don't know if it's God's will. Okay? God's will is that you reign in life. See, this, this is a is, is pleasing will. Please go on. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father. 
and no one knows who the Father is except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. That what you have right now. And even then, you had that resurrected. That was, that, was, that was like, you know what I say, to spin? No, when you are playing tube tennis, say to spin before you do the real game. Who knows to spin here? Yeah. Uh-huh. My, my garage people see. <laughs> so, say this one is to spin. Say this even in that. Blessed are your eyes. For you see what you see. Blessed are you. Now, this is what people of old wanted to see. They did not experience it. Blessed are your eyes for you see these things. This is what you have in Christ. This is what all the people of old wanted to long to see. Everything Christ. So use the authority. Use the power. We see all we read here now. Nowhere did, this, nowhere did we see, if you beg me, I will do it. It's nowhere in scripture. Nowhere did, 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 did we see, if I want it, I will do it. There's no if I want to. God did not say, if I, if I want to, I will do it. No. Okay. So the laying hold of these things are up to us. God has done. Now you do. Take action. God has spoken. Now you speak. God has moved in Christ. It is now your move. It's your move. This is your move. God has moved in Christ. Now move. Now move. John 14, 12, 14. John 14, 12 to 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 14. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. Look at that. Whoever believes, same qualification, whoever believes in me. So the believer in Christ does these things, okay? 13. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. You may ask me for anything in my name, anything in my name. He didn't say maybe, maybe you're not. He said it is done. It is done. So you've got to learn to build this authority. Second Corinthians 120. Second Corinthians 120. Second Corinthians 120. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Glory. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Hallelujah. So all God's promises. A yes in Christ. It's not a yes. Or a no. It's a yes in Christ. So your health is a yes. Your prosperity is a yes. Your reading in life is a yes. Your good, your good marriage, your spec, you know, is a yes. It's not yes and no. It's a yes in Christ. Okay? What do you do? The amen is spoken through us. So when we agree what God has said, we begin to see them in our realities. Shall we rise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just begin to thank God for your, thank God for all He has done for you in Christ. Thank Him for all He has done for you in Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for all you have done for us in Christ. Oh, thank you for all you have done for us in Christ. Oh, thank you for all you have done for us in Christ. Because your promises are yes in Christ. Not yes and no. They are yes in Christ. Oh, glory to God. Yes in Christ. 
Yes, in Christ. Yes, in Christ. Yes, in Christ. Glory. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Because we are now partakers of the divine nature. Because we have your incomparably great power in us. Because we believe. Thank you because we have the authority. Because we are lavishly helped of you. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, thank you. Hi, Agadasa. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because we grow in these things. We grow in these things. We grow in knowing these things. We grow in being aware of who we are in Christ. Oh, we grow in revelation knowledge. We know these things. We have the spirit of wisdom and revelation so we can know you better. We know you better because as we know you, we know us. We, as we know you, we know us. We see you clearer. We have deep, intimate, and personal knowledge of you. We know you intimately. Know you personally. We know you deeply. Okay? As we see you, we see ourselves more clearly. We know more and more who we are in Christ. We know our, 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 the riches, riches of your grace and inheritance. In us, your only children, your, your only ones. We know these things. We know the salvation package. We know the content of this package. In the name of Jesus. We know your great power towards us. We know and we use this power. Oh, we know and we use this power. We use it. Glory to God. We take authority in life. We reign in life through you. Oh, glory to God. Now begin to pray, pray over yourself. Every issue that needs to be dealt with, now begin to deal with it. Every issue, every you know, crisis, whatever it is, every issue, begin to deal. Speak over it. Speak over it. Speak your freedom. Speak your release. Enforce your rights in Christ. Enforce your health. Enforce your health in the name of Jesus. Enforce who you are in Christ. Glory, 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 glory. Enforce it. Speak about that issue. That that issue gives way for you now. You walk free. You walk free of that sickness, of that pain, of that disease. It might be be about the loved one. Enforce who you are in Christ. Enforce it. Speak over that crisis that it gives way now in the name of Jesus. It gives way now. Gives way now in the name of Jesus. That infirmity, that pain, that anxiety, that burden, decree over it in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, let me have prayed. Then watching online right now, and or, or you know, watching like watching, watching this right now, or listening on, on speaker, and um, you want in, you want to be part of this family of Jesus. You want to, you know, you are going to stuff, and you want, you know, you want, you want to live far above the issues. You want to live in the authority of Christ. You want to know His power at work and at flowing through you. If you are here watching online right now, and that person is you, just say this after me, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. A sinner, I believe that you died for my sins. You paid the price for my sins. You were buried, okay? But you didn't stay buried. You rose again, Glory. and you gave me to, to, to a brand new life. And when you rose again, you gave me a brand new life. This evening, 
I receive your offer of forgiveness. I receive your offer of a brand new life. I declare that you are Lord over my life. I am born again. Hallelujah. You said that prayer is as simple as that, as simple as that okay? Now, help us to help you understand what you just done. Send us a mail to info at info at thisgreenchurch.org info at thisgreenchurch.org Alright, so if you do that, we'll reach out to you to help you to understand this journey and to get you better and better in this truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Ooh, I pray for everyone reason right now. We are seeking your body. By the authority of Christ, I decree your healing now. In the name of Jesus. Every infirmity gives way now. In the name of Jesus. And never to return again. Never to return again. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.